It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Who are you on the phone with? I'm sorry. <laughs> what was that? The government. You phoned the government? I thought they only okay. phoned us to tell us they're going to throw us in jail if we don't pay our taxes by Bitcoin. <laughs> they are the worst. And I know I've harped on the government uh, government services before, Ontario. But can I tackle Canada for a second? I went into Service Canada because I thought, you know what? I was in a plaza anyway that had Service Canada. Didn't look like the lines were too long. And I thought, you know what? I got to change my address. I recently moved. And I needed them to know this information, right? Come tax time, etc. So I thought I'd be proactive. I went in there. The lady at the front said, oh, don't bother. Just go online. No problem. Sure. I'll but go you're online. there in person. I know. So she told me apparently it's Service Canada because it's a different. So the CRA is different than... When you get your um, EI, which I don't get anymore, but when I was on leave, right? I did when I was on maternity leave. So anyway, long story short, I have to go to two different separate branches just to make sure that two different people, when I get my tax forms in, have my new address. So I have to call two separate numbers now, just talk to the guy, not the correct number. He says I have to call another number and another number to change my address because they're just two different departments. So you're going to have to change it separately. But this is all the same government. It's just stupid. Yes, it's all the same government. You're correct. They had a physical location that you yourself were in, and they still told you to use the internet. And even if I had done it in there, it wouldn't actually work for both parties. I'd have to still call a different number. It's stupid. Anyway, so I was just going in circles with this guy going, seriously? He's like, I know. I know. I feel bad for the people who work for the government because the regular run-of-the-mill employees know the system is fucked up. They know. And it's like, I'm I'm a savvy person. I can go online. I can figure all that stuff out. Their website's fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Atrocious. And I, if I can't figure it out, I don't imagine seniors that have to give information can figure it out. I don't imagine a lot of people out there are able to figure it out. You mentioned EI, by the way. Is it weird that I kind of want to go on EI at some point just because why the amount of money that comes off my check every month and apparently that's gotcha. just sitting there yeah. somewhere they're they're Aww. using it for something and I kind of feel like I'm getting ripped off here at some point I'd like to be able to take advantage of it and never once in my what am I at here uh like 25 years or 26 years of employment with deductions coming off my check have I used EI And I don't anticipate I ever will have to. I got a pretty good contract. But, I mean, uh, I kind of want to use it at some point. Did your former spouse, who shall not be named, not use it, though, when you had your children? That is to you. That's a benefit to you. It's not a lot of money, but it's something. If she did, and I'm really not even sure, if she did... She wasn't off for very long. We're talking a right. couple of months each kid, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's same here. Same here. It's remarkable how much money comes off of our checks for EI. Nuts. Absolutely. In any case, uh, I'll be honest with you. This has been a fucked up day. I took a nap yesterday. I, I had a, a whole bunch of things to do during the day yesterday. I got home, and I took a nap a lot later than I normally do. I went to bed at 4, set my alarm for 5.30. Oh, my God. Woke up at 5.30 p.m. I didn't want to sleep any later than that because then I wouldn't have been able to sleep last night. Mm -hmm. So very short nap. I woke up and I know I was in a pissy mood and I was a little groggy and I flipped on the TV and the first thing I see is missiles in the air. Iran says they have launched missiles at U.S. air bases in Iraq. I was legit freaking out. Mm -hmm. This could be the start of World War III. And I was the guy who not even a week ago was telling people, stop with this World War III bullshit. 
Stop hashtagging it. Stop trying to promote hysteria. There's not going to be World War III. And for all I know, maybe there won't be World War III. As we record this podcast, Donald Trump hasn't spoke yet. But we know he's gonna, Mm -hmm. and he's gonna soon. And for all we know, he could say, we're going to World War III. We don't, and how unpredictable is he? So we really do not know. We don't know. And there's a lot of X factors in all this. For example, the U.S. isn't exactly having the greatest relations right now with China and Russia. They, on the other hand, do happen to have fairly good relations with Iran. Mm -hmm. This literally could be a world war. And I don't want to add into the hysteria. Like I said, I was the guy on the weekend telling people, stop this bullshit. Stop promoting World War III. It's not going to happen. At this point, though, I feel like anything could happen. And the really weird part is that plane crash, that Ukrainian plane crash that happened last night in Tehran, it killed, what was it, 176 or 178 passengers and crew, 63 of which are Canadian. And that's not to take away from the other nationalities, but we're in Canada, so I'm going to mention the Canadian casualties there. Mm Mm-hmm. They're saying that was a mechanical failure. I don't know if it was or it wasn't a mechanical failure. Apparently, they've recovered the black boxes, but that's one hell of a coincidence. It is an absolutely crazy coincidence. What are the odds that just hours after Iran launched these ballistic missiles into Iraq, that out of nowhere, a 737-800 Boeing plane just crashed? Mm Mm-hmm. That's strange to me. It's just the odds, right? The odds are... That's why I'm saying that. You know what else is weird, too? Um, So I'm reading this tweet from our Canadian Chief of Defense. Mm -hmm. uh, General Jonathan Vance is his name, in case you don't know. You should follow him on Twitter, because he's a real troops kind of of, uh, Chief of Defense staff. What's he saying? So he said... Uh, He sent out a tweet to reassure the families of the Canadian troops that are in Iraq right now that they're all fine, they're all accounted for, the Canadian forces had started to move troops out of the area. So we had troops and diplomats right in the area where one of the missile attacks happened last night. But yet hours before these missiles started flying, the Canadian troops started moving out. That's a hell of a coincidence, too. Sure. That's really fucking weird. Well, you know there's a lot of stuff that, that they don't tell us, right? I'm sure there is. Oh, but you know what else? Speaking of which, um, where's the prime minister? Where is Justin Trudeau? Because we haven't heard a thing from him. And I get that we went through a very tumultuous election period and he was still taking heat after the election for a lot of the stuff that happened in the lead up to it and during it. So he decided, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to change my image a little bit. Instead of being front and center all the time, I'm going to let my ministers do the talking and I'm just going to stay out of the spotlight. So... He went to Costa Rica for three weeks, by the way. And I don't begrudge the guy. If you want to take a vacation, you have a hard job. By all means, go ahead. I really wish people would stop harping on it. He's entitled to a vacation. And the fact that he used a government plane to get there, well, I'm sorry, but he's the leader of the country. In the same way that the president flies around in Air Force One, our prime minister flies around under the Canadian military. And it doesn't even matter who's leading. People want to poop on it. That's fine. He did retweet some stuff. That's oh. about it. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. And and for those um, listening, like Scott mentioned, there's, we have people listening to the podcast from, from all over the place. We also had a, a shooting situation 
in our nation's capital, in Ottawa, we still don't know too many details at this point that we're recording the podcast. Right. So I'm going to talk about that in just a second, that shooting in Ottawa, because that too is weird. And that is Mm -hmm. one that really worries me, even though it's on a fairly small scale. It was only three people that were injured. And unfortunately, one of them died. But we'll come back to the shooting. When it comes to Justin, he went away for three weeks. He came back and he grew a beard. And I get that there wasn't a lot happening in the news leading up to uh, the events of the past 24 hours. But holy shit, I don't understand why we're harping on this beard thing like it's some big deal. He grew a beard in the same way that mm, thousands of other Canadians grew a beard over the holidays. Hey, I've got one going right now. I haven't shaved in about a week and a half because I don't have any events to do. Come Friday, when I have to be at the Odd in Kitchener for the Kitchener Rangers game, yeah, I'll shave. And then I got a Toronto Rock game on Saturday. But at this point, I guess if I were Prime Minister, would this be national news that I haven't shaved in a couple weeks? I'm wondering if it was like a female, if we had a female uh, PM, if she had gotten highlights, would that have made the news? Was it that fucking slow? I don't know. I don't really care myself. It's stupid. It really is stupid that people are harping on it. And by the way, you conservatives that are trying to make a big deal out of Justin's beard, shut up. Just shut up. I mean, you're just making people look stupid. Stop harping on the beard. So the guy grew a beard. Let him have his fucking beard. Who cares? What I'm wondering, though, is where is he? We just had a plane crash that killed 63 Canadians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have missiles being launched into an area where there are Canadian troops. And if you want to let Donald Trump take the lead on this, fine. But there's a Canadian angle here and you have a responsibility, an obligation as the newly elected leader of our country to reassure Canadians. And then you add into it that shooting in Ottawa that happened this morning. Mm -hmm. So initially, and there's always confusion around news stories, particularly when it's a shooting situation like this, they were using the term active shooter. Okay, well, Ottawa police shut down the active shooter stuff fairly quickly. They said there was a shooting incident. Multiple people were shot. I believe they even said it was a targeted shooting. So I'm not sure what that's all about because people get shot in Toronto every day and it isn't considered an active shooter situation. We don't really know what's behind it. It could be uh, drugs uh, linked to a personal situation. I mean, we really do not know. Let's hope it's only drugs. Well, honestly, (laughs) at this point, yes. Let's hope it's only drugs. I agree with you. I totally get the sentiment. I do. Um, in, In any case, though, it's amazing to me how quickly certain people jumped all over this on social media and used it as an excuse to be racist. Let me read you uh, one of the things that came in on Facebook this morning. I just got to load up my my Facebook, and granted, it's going a little nuts here. Um, This one, this is retaliation that Iran has called for. They call on all the brethren of Allah to attack the infidels from within. Let me just say this to you. If you heard the story about the plane crash and you heard the story about missiles being launched from Iran into Iraq at U.S. bases into an area where there are Canadian troops and thought when you heard about this shooting today, oh, my God, this is connected to Iran. There is absolutely no evidence whatsoever to point to that. Let the police do their work. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't spread hysteria. Calm down. There's nothing to suggest that. And don't you dare use this as an excuse to start being racist or to start publicly being racist or to justify the fact that you are racist. Stop. Calm down. Let the police do their work. Mm -hmm. And as for this situation over in Iran, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, 
this is scary shit. They are a well-equipped army. They're one of the biggest armies in the world, and they've got a lot of, of weaponry. This isn't going to be a walk in the park for the U.S. if they decide they want to go to war. And Trump going on and on about how shiny his new equipment is, and they just spend all this money upgrading the military equipment. Uh, good for you, but shut up. That's not helping things in any way, shape, or form. I really wish cooler heads would prevail here, and we could just sit down and figure out what's going on. Oh, and blaming Donald Trump just because you don't like Donald Trump, that's not helping either. Doing the whole orangutan stuff, uh, that orange bastard said this on Twitter. A again, mm -hmm. calm down, let's see how this unfolds, and let's try and be reasonable about it. Um, as we record now, so he's going to be on at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. So this will be out before he comes on, but we will have an update for you. And you can listen to our morning show. Maybe you don't get a chance to listen to the radio. Uh, you can get us through the Radio Player Canada app. Uh, we are at 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener. That's where you can find us on air. Uh, mornings like this is a really good testimonial for radio. And I get that there's a lot of people listening to this podcast because you don't like radio. That's fine. No problem. It's okay. Um but radio really is immediate and live and particularly morning radio when there's a lot happening like it was today. It's a really stressful situation. There was a lot on the go. And part of our job is to make sure that we get factual information out there. And that's why we don't take our information from Twitter and, and just regular run of the mill people that just want to stir up shit. So it took a while to go through all that this morning. Oh, my gosh. And then also on top of that, here where we are, so many crashes on our highways and stuff like that. We just had some kind of shitty weather to start off the morning. And then we had tractor trailers and ditches and rollovers. I mean, all over the place just to add just the cherry on top of a really strange day. We ended up calling it What the Fuck Wednesday. It is What the Fuck Wednesday. You can use that. Hashtag it today. WTF Wednesday. Because that's what January 8th looks like. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Environment Canada says we're going to get or there's a possibility for a pretty substantial winter storm coming this weekend. Several centimeters of snow and a prolonged period of freezing rain, and it's possible. And I know that Environment Canada or meteorologists in general sometimes don't always get it right. But in this case, they're erring on the side of caution. They want to let you know that, hey, if you're doing something this weekend, heads up, we could get some nasty weather. I thought it was actually kind of nice that a few days in advance they put that out there. There's a special weather statement warning that this could happen. And right now, the storm that should hit us is in the Gulf of Alaska. A lot could happen between there and southern Ontario, but you need to know what's going to happen. So somebody opens up the, the weather app and they see... Oh, high of nine degrees on Saturday. Well, Scott, this is obviously bullshit and you're just, you're carrying on the hysteria. It's not going to be a storm. It's going to be nine degrees. There's no freezing rain when it's nine mm -hmm. degrees. Uh, listen, I appreciate the exchange and good on you for doing a little bit of work on your own. I would just remind you, though, that nine is the high. It's not going to be nine all day. And there's going to be a substantial period where it'll be right around zero, which is perfect cooking weather for freezing rain and for ice pellets, and for all those other nasty things that Environment Canada says we're going to get. I'm not making excuses for Environment Canada. Yeah, they do have a track record of, of not getting it right from time to time. What? But in this case, I definitely see where they're coming from, and there could very likely be a storm this coming weekend. So be prepared for that. There's other stuff that we wanted to do in this podcast. For example, I know you sent me a, a note about smell dating. So I think we'll get to that in the next podcast. But just off the top of your head, can you recall what 
what is smell dating before this, we get into okay, it? Okay, this is so weird because there's so many different dating services out there. Right now, you're, I guess, most used online or virtualistic dating is your Tinder types, right? Sure. Or your Plenty of Fishes, where right. you go online, you see a profile, you read it. If you like it, you swipe for it or you message them, whatever the case. This is completely different. It does not go by face. I don't even know if it goes by name. It goes by what you smell like. What you smell like. What they ask you to do is, and I'm not sure if they send you a shirt or you purchase a shirt, you wear it for three days straight, no deodorant. You're not allowed any scents. You cannot spray it with your cologne, your perfume, nothing. Okay. Wear it for three days, and then you mail it into them. You sign up for the service. You will then receive swatches of t-shirts worn by other people. So let's say you're looking for a female ages 35 to 45. They'll send you swatches of t-shirts worn by females ages 35 to 45. You sniff them all, and then you let them know which smells you like the best, which ones intrigued you the most. It's smell dating. Can I suggest... Do you have more on this? No, and then, then I believe, and I'm not I'm not clear, but then if you're wondering, okay, what happens then? So you'd let them know, okay, number you know, 13, number four, and number six are my top three in order. Then they will let the other person know, and if you matched, because they send the same swatches to the same kinds of people, if you guys match, then your hookup begins. And only then can you contact each other, from what I can tell. Okay, so- It's so stupid. Yeah, that's really, really dumb. You know what? We don't even need to save that till the next podcast. Let's do it right here. When it comes to smell dating, then, that is, okay, there might be something there. A little bit, a little bit. Because but we just, are naturally attracted to the scent sure. of others on a very primal level. You wouldn't even be aware of it. But I, for example, would notice if my girlfriend isn't there. Well, uh, her pillow that she uses at my place might still smell like her. Oh, all right. That's a nice smell. I like that smell. In fact, if I smelled it anywhere in a, a store or in a restaurant and she wasn't around, that might be comforting. Okay, we get attracted to the scent of our partner. In any case, I kind of feel like that's more perfume and body spray than than her actual scent. Unless she rubs the t-shirt under her arms after she's been at the gym for an hour. I don't know if I'm really getting her smell or the smell of her products. That's the thing. And I get that a smell uh, of somebody is a piece of the puzzle. But there's so much more to it. And also smell is memory, right? Yep. When you smell certain things, there's certain smells that might remind you of certain relationships oh. or places in time. When I hear, uh, when I smell, for example, something cooking, it brings me back to my grandparents' house. You know, so there's certain smells and I get that. But that's why it's weird. It's almost very backwards where the smell is linked to memory. So I don't know how you'd be able to smell it and go, yeah, they don't smell too much. I guess I'll start dating them. It really has <laughs> nothing. There's no link there. There's no link there. So I don't, that's, I mean, to each their own. It's an actual website that has actual subscribers. Are people that desperate maybe? Maybe they've tried the other stuff and maybe they think, this might be it. Can I make another suggestion? And I know that some people are going to be grossed out at this. But if there is any actual science to this, and we are actually attracted to their scent, instead of a t-shirt, where that could be cross-contaminated by everything from your shampoo to your deodorant to your body spray to your perfume or cologne, maybe... Don't say underwear. Don't you say underwear. I'm not going to say okay. underwear. all right. Maybe panties is the way to go. <laughs> I knew it. So, so people would fucking love that. Though. Oh, yeah. There's people out there that would love it. Panty sniffers? Yeah. I think that's an honest to God sickness. 
I don't understand. <laughs> like, there's people who will break into other people's houses and just to sniff the panties. panties. Yeah. The fuck is wrong with there's you? There's people that are so fucked up. It's crazy. Like a stranger's panties. Yep. You know what, though? That can't be just a guy thing. There's probably girls out there that really Maybe. enjoy the smell of a guy's boxers. Really? Maybe I don't know. I don't know a lot of them, but there's people who maybe will- girls just don't talk about it. But no. maybe in the same way that there's some weird fucker out there that likes to sniff strangers' panties, Dude. maybe there's some weird girl out there who likes to sniff guys' underwear. Did I ever tell you about the messages that I got sent? Not just one person, but in the past, a few different people via Twitter or Facebook asking me for used pantyhose or pantyhose. Really? Pantyhose. Yeah, pantyhose is a big one too, or socks. Pantyhose, socks, and underwear. There's people who will legit just fucking go balls the walls. They reached that. out to you as a yes, stranger, asking me for to send to send them, offering money. Money. I mean, it was good money. I took the hundred bucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I would never do that. But it's it's fucked. But to a lot of people, it's fucked up. To some people, it's normal. To each their own. I mean, there's people who do it. I'm shocked. When we moved, we used movers. And my husband was so nervous about people like that, that he made me lock my panties, the whole nine, all of it in a suitcase to make sure that it wasn't out there in the open. Because he knows, he must know people. Because I'm like, why are you so, he's like, no, there's fucked up people out there. You're locking your shit up. I'm not having someone sniff your panties. Not happening. Really? I know. I'm floored. Yeah, but but he's not. But he's not wrong. There's a lot of people out there. Were that, there any female movers? Did he lock up his underwear too? No, you know I didn't even think about asking him to lock up. Can I just say I, that didn't even cross my mind. I don't think there's. A, I don't think there's a lot of women that do it. But I think there's a lot of guys that are intrigued and interested in that. Yeah, anything really from the, any clothing from the waist down, they'll just uh, take it. Socks too. S- uh, socks is a big one. Why? I don't, I don't understand. Don't the, ask me. I, I don't know. I don't understand the foot obsession to begin there's with. A, there's a lot of people with foot fetishes. Foot fetishes are up there in, in popularity. I get it. And there's no shortage of porn, for example, where it's really just girls doing stuff with their feet. And I don't know what you guys find attractive about that, but uh, go ahead. Fill your boots, so to speak. In <laughs> oh, any case, they will. <laughs> in any case, asking a woman for her used socks, yeah. that seems really... Yeah. I don't want to judge too much, but that seems fucked up. It is. Who fucked. does that? It is fucked up. There's a lot happening upstairs. Hoo-hoo, in my opinion. You There's think a lot so? Ha- oh, it goes back to ma- something happened with mama. You know what I mean? Something happened there. And like, I did mom step on you? I or what happened? I don't know. I don't have a degree in any means when it comes to therapy, psychotherapy. But I'm telling you, something happened at, at some point in their lives. Do you think there's anybody listening right now that has a foot fetish that yes. could explain it to us? Maybe. I think that there's people, yeah, I mean, they might be a little too closeted to want to explain it, but if they want to anonymously, or we won't give any names, explain, that's great. That We'd like that, I think, right? We would like that, right? Do we want I, the explanation? Uh, you know, it's we like don't I don't want to know, but I do kind of yeah, want to know. Sure. What is it about it? What is it that makes you want... To play with a girl's feet, to suck on her toes, to sniff her socks. What is your problem? There's this, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. What's a, your deal? I know. I know. Well, and maybe someone listening will reach out to us. So you can do that. Um, please reach Scott Fox on air on Instagram and <laughs> tell him about it. <laughs> sure. DM me if you want. Tell me the story. And I promise I might ask you a couple questions, but I will 
do my level best to not be too judgy about this. But no, let us know what's your deal. You know, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to say the least. We we posted the story yesterday on our station Facebook page because it was interesting. You heard about the guy that entered the home and started tucking on the, the person's toes while they were sleeping? Yeah, she was asleep and he broke in just to suck on her toes. Imagine waking up. No. And and that's happening. No, I mean, it was a guy. Oh, it he sucked on a guy's toes? There was an intruder that sucked on... It was definitely a man's toes that were sucked on. I don't know if it was by a woman or a man. I can look this up. I just assumed on. it was a guy sucking on a girl's toes. Interesting. No, it was... Uh, he was there to suck... It was a man sucking on another man's toes. And then the guy, rightfully so, punched the fucking guy in the face. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you could probably beat the shit out of him... That's a true ...and story. not even feel bad about it. No, that's a legit story. Uh, it's out of Florida, so now oh. it all makes sense. But oh, it could wow. happen to you, Scott. So wear your socks at night. I don't know. If I woke up and I felt like a tongue on my toes. What would you even, like, what would you do? Get the fucking dog out of here. It never would occur to me that that was a person that had broken into my house to do that. You just woke up to that. That's fucking gross. Man, that's fucked up. Let me just tell you people, I don't have very nice toes. You probably wouldn't like them. Leave me alone. <laughs> they're they're yellow and green and yeah they're, uh, they're short too it's the smallest toes you've ever seen maybe someone likes that don't say that oh, oh god <laughs> baby toes yeah, stubbies oh, tell me more about them stubbies <laughs> describe them stubbies to me <laughs> oh. they got a couple of sprouts of hair on them stubbies <laughs> people are fucked up explain the foot fetish to me please Explain it to me. Or if you're a woman who's been in a relationship where the guy was really into your feet, let us know. Uh, DM me, Scott Fox on air. Cat doesn't want to read your shit. I don't want to. I want to hear, hear from Scott. I'll hear it from Scott. DM me. We'll talk about it as soon as we get some in. Hopefully for the next podcast. Maybe the one after that. I don't know. But let us know. What's your deal? I love those stubbies, son. <laughs> Show me them stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so gross.